you just seemed genuinely pleased to see me. I am, yeah. And I thought, hey, I'm very always excited to see you. Especially Warren's wearing a uh, a white t-shirt tonight. Uh, Would you like to describe who's on there? Well, it's Sylvester Stallone in (laughs) in the uh, in the garb of uh, John Rambo. Is it Ram? It's Rambo Two, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah. sorry, it's Rambo First Blood Part, part two. two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's, it's obviously one of the cinema things. No man, no law, no war can stop him. <laughs> and who got you that? For, that uh, that for was your you, buddy. War. That was you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and it's white because then, yeah, when you rocked up to my house, I could tell something was different because usually wear camouflage it's right. or no shirt exactly that's pretty <laughs> nah, heavy going usually wear black don't you i do big fella i do, I do. Hey? Yeah. yeah yeah i do this one's white why do you like i like black as well why do you like black um i don't know i just think i look better in black yeah me too yeah um i've got a lot of white t-shirts now with the you know with logos mm. and not logos but you know movie stuff on them and blah 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 but i still prefer black but I think I feel like the picture on the T-shirt detracts away from my body and my face, so it's a good thing. <laughs> but the interesting thing is, you said you'd ordered black, and then the even more wonderful thing is the tag says black. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah. it is in Actually, fact white. I'd forgotten that. Yeah, I'd forgotten that. It's just a small detail, yeah, but that's, yeah, that's interesting. It gives it its unique flavour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just shows that it's really cheap. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> I would not have said that. Yeah, so episode 98, welcome guys. Welcome uh, to the 98s. My name is Luke. And my name's Big Was. You're hi, listening everyone. to Hi. You're hi. listening. Hi. You're listening to Flyable <laughs> Podcast. We just had a really nice experience at McDonald's, didn't we? We did. And and you'll be glad to know and probably not surprised to know that it wasn't our normal no, McDonald's. It wasn't our usual. It was the more reliable of the two. Which is closer to my house. Indeed. And that's what everyone wants. Yeah. To be closer to you. I've had a word <laughs> I've had a word with everyone around like a five kilometer radius yeah. of my house. All the businesses and homes, yeah. just in case we visit them. Right. And have worded them up to always be polite, yeah. presentable yep. and just warm and yeah. inviting to well, us. Yeah. And that's what we got tonight, wasn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah right was... from the get go, we went to the speaker. We're just telling this after the fact because we were so swept away in a wave of charm <laughs> that we didn't even remember to record from that point. The first girl was very her voice style was very reminiscent of a banjo, <laughs> but a very chirpy banjo. You a very beat a banjo. high-spirited bluegrass number, Ooh, wasn't it? Nice. Yeah. That, yeah. that does it for me, though. I like it. It does. A good and then rock and banjo. I feel she looked at you as a bit of a father figure. <laughs> I think she saw <laughs> the white Rambo. T-shirt. Yeah. She saw the white shirt and went, you know, it's kind of... There's two ends of this person. Yeah, yeah. He's he's both... He's a bit retro. He's a rough a, head. Yeah. But, but magnetic blue eyes. <laughs> warm, gentle <laughs> eyes that sort of say, hey... Hey, I'm friendly. I'll look after I'm you. I'm okay. Yeah, you know? and I've got the heart of a chocolate sundae. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she she seemed to be quite warm to us. Yeah. She she warmed up, and we had a little chat. And then the second uh, young lady who's actually served us to the finished beverages. Drinks, yeah. Um, she had a bit of an accent. She, she did. Yeah, I don't know if it was Canadian or American, but yeah. she had a bit of a twang in there. 
Um, not quite banjo twang. No, no. But definitely a bit of a twang to her accent. And she was just as... She just looks happy to see happy us. Happy and <laughs> like she was having a really good shift yeah. at McDonald's tonight, didn't she? Like she, was having a bit, she had a bit of a giggle before she got to the window. Yeah. So she wasn't laughing at us. She was just happy. But you <laughs> yeah. know what? Really That's happy. great. We've yeah. had some stressed people uh, <laughs> yeah. deal with us at McDonald's <laughs> numerous times. And yeah. it doesn't it doesn't rub off well, does it, mate? We like to take on some of their mood and, yeah. and let it carry us into the rest of the podcast and sort of gauge it from there. Actually, that's true, yeah. I yeah. feel our spirits have been lifted oh. since we went and got the thick shakes from uh, this place. Almost immeasurably. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. <laughs> lifted. I think they, she saw you and thought, that's nice. He's taking his, um, you know, his friend yeah. out yeah. for a drive. Oh, you're taking me like, out. No, no, no. You're taking me oh, out. Oh, okay. You're, like, you're uh, teaching chaperoning. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I've got such a youthful kind of <laughs> You do. In white. In frame. White, in look, white. You look at least the three days younger. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's really nice. He's taking his son out. We could, <laughs> we could end this episode now. Yeah. And it would be on such a high, wouldn't it? That's right. People It'd be a would be left going, wow, they've had such a great experience at McDonald's yeah. tonight. Yeah. It's really nice to hear. <laughs> you know? And they'd be just content and happy with that. Yeah. Like, episode 98 was probably pretty short. <laughs> Shortest one they've ever done. And they didn't say much. it was much. really nice to hear how, how elated they were. Like, I'm on cloud nine. Yeah. Cloud <laughs> nine. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> Where did that saying uh, come from, Luke? Why is it nine? Know. Why is yeah, it why numbered? Why is it nine? Yeah. What's cloud one like? Is it really a shithole? Really dark and moody. Yeah. 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 And so up from there, so what's 10? Is I'd that say like euphoric? Like you've 10, lost all 10, sense of no reality. One's, no one's got to no. 10. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're on acid yeah, or something. Yeah. Right. Well, man, well, I'm on cloud 10. <laughs> Woo! It's colours. It's colours. They're all surf dudes there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just surfing some imaginary cloud. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm kind Actually, of trying to... That is interesting, though, where, cl- where the term cloud nine comes from. You go, oh, we all know what it means. People go, I'm on cloud nine. You go, wow, you're feeling good then. That's yeah. awesome, mate. Yeah. But what the hell does that mean? We and we might as well start a new one saying we had a great experience at McDonald's. Yeah. And people just go, hey, it's like cloud nine. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it makes you wonder, like, what happened to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? Well, we don't like to talk about like, those. Like, is it, is, it, is it a measure? Is there a measure? Or is it always just straight to cloud nine? Does it literally mean a cloud? Or is it just a metaphoric? Maybe there's nine clouds. Yeah. Oh, hang on. This is a good little theory <laughs> yeah. of mine. Maybe there's not, you know, there's like a nimbus cloud and yes. all this kind of stuff. Cumulus, all Cumulus, that sort of stuff. Cumulus, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm out of the cloud That's names, it. But... Oh, that's done for me as well. <laughs> but um, maybe there's a, there's a total of nine clouds. Right. And the ninth cloud it's is like, the highest it's one. The choice one. In the atmosphere. Gotcha. It's the highest one away. So those ones like, that you see those days where there's like a bit of a breeze and there's no other cloud. Yeah. But really, really right up in the atmosphere, you see yeah. that kind Just of stripe. A, a wispy, stripy cloud. Yeah. That's like cloud probably one. the most sensible thing you've ever, ever said. said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ever said. <laughs> ever. In the history of my yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. And you've, you made it succinctly. Yep. Thank you. Um, Thank you. you. You worded it nicely. Yep. And I felt like you were confident. Thank like, you. it wasn't yeah. just throwing it out there. It no. was, but it felt like there was confidence It was formulating it. as I was talking, which is often the way my brain yeah. works. So yeah. but often, though, I regret what I've just formulated. <laughs> <laughs> but this time, you're actually committed to stand by I'm on cloud nine yeah, while yeah. I'm with that. <laughs> That's excellent, With what I just came up with. That's wonderful. Uh, I've got to say, I'm, I feel very clear-headed tonight, actually. I don't feel as rampant. I feel quite... 
Right. Not not sombre, not no. just clear. I'm ready for a laugh, and then we've had a couple let's, of laughs. Let's come up with a couple of gauges. We've, we've yep. talked about clouds, yep. and nine is obviously the pinnacle. For you, rampant is clearly, what, something else. Rampant is... Is that like a four? When I'm so giggly and weird. It's too much, is it? Yeah, it's like... That's um, like the cloud ten for you, is Yeah, it? but I haven't had any drugs. Right. It's just some <laughs> yes. weird mechanism in my head that clicks over. Well, I would say um, alcohol or whatever actually brings you back, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, it does actually. Yeah, yeah. It takes the edge off. But I'm still rampant in my mind, but my body can't keep <laughs> it's up. It's just not following through. <laughs> yeah. Her pants are really white. They are, aren't they? The girl has just come out of McDonald's and her pants. everyone in there happy. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. that's why everyone's happy the in there. Yeah. Do you reckon they... he's got a white shirt on as well? So there's a guy with the girl with white pants, and he's got quite a light coloured shirt, but it's not as bright and white as her pants. Do you reckon they're judo pants or karate pants? Possibly. I think they're just tracky pants. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he's got quite <laughs> the car, isn't he? Or she does actually. Very glossy looking wheels. Yeah, too glossy, in fact. They look like plates that they didn't have a home for. Yeah, like they're plates like... that your grandma would serve up. Yeah, hey, hey, Shane, you got the uh, got the Subaru still? Yeah, found a couple of plates the other day. You might like. <laughs> They're gonna there hump tonight, I think. You reckon? Yeah, yeah go definitely. Like fucking yeah, I'll ask crazy rabbits. Excuse me, you gonna fucking hump tonight? <laughs> yeah, so we're a couple of weirdy beardy guys are, checking people out and asking people, if yeah. they're humping. This is episode ninety-eight of Flyable Podcast. We'll go to a quick break and we'll come back and talk about our up-and-coming canoe trip. All right. Check out the Fly on the Wall podcast. Two knobs talking about knobs and a lot more. <laughs> How you going, mate? <laughs> We've calmed down a little bit now. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. had half our thick shakes <laughs> and uh, feeling good. Um, yeah, so for our 100th episode... Uh, which is obviously only a couple of only a couple, a couple of weeks, of weeks away, away, two yeah. weeks away. Yep. So it won't be when we go away. That when we when we do the canoe trip, that will be the ninety ninth episode. Well, but we'll but record the hundredth episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. and with the magic of radio, that's we'll right. play it later on. Yeah, because you can't pick the weather, people. No, that's right. And you can't pick when you're all free. <laughs> to yeah, that's true. So uh, this coming Sunday. We are doing our canoe voyage to Barilia Island in Western Port Bay. It's just north of French Island. Just, Luke, just off the a, coast of French it, it Island. It does sound yeah. quite adventurous. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds quite tropical. If anyone is interested geographically where that is, um, Luke did post a map and sort of had a, a staged zoom in to yeah. sort of give you an idea of its scale up against the rest of the bay. Yeah. Um, it's a speck. What did Keith say? It's 200 metres in diameter. Yeah, it's tiny. And that's low tide. And high tide is 50 <laughs> metres diameter. I think it's two <laughs> metres in diameter and we're going to have a struggle. Yeah. But um, it's it's a very tidally uh, affected bay. Mm. And so our main challenges were monitoring the tide times because so much mud is exposed mm. throughout Western Port Bay, particularly at that northern end, that you can end up high and dry, literally, yeah. on a massive sea of mud. A mud flat. Yeah. Uh, so we've sort of had a look at the tides. We've had a look at the you know prevailing winds. Hopefully the weather's pretty decent. Looks like it will be. Um, and we need to go with the tide and come back with the tide. And we're going to have a gap in the middle where we're basically it'll be at its lowest. And we'll and be... hopefully start to come back in. Oh, yeah. And that, so which means <clears throat> if we're going to try and ride the tides, we're yeah. going to be on the island for a couple of hours. A couple of hours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we might get there approaching high tide. And then 
or you know at some point after high tides already come and started to go yeah and so yeah there'll be a patch there where it is at its lowest and I guess we'll just have a look at the conditions as they change. Yeah. Just keep looking down at the water and seeing if it's opened What's up. What's the actual temperature, weather was? Uh, I think there's going to be a high of 26. Well, okay. that was Smart. that was a few so days ago, though. When I, well, it's it's warm, but I think we'll get a bit of the freshness and being off on the, the water. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's always yeah. nice. But um, Keith is a highly organised individual. Yeah. We did point that out last episode on so the kids special. So it's a fleet, basically. It is uh, a flotilla. War- <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Flotilla, yeah. 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 Uh, Warren's got his uh, three-man Canadian... It's a flotilla. ...fiberglass canoe yes. that you've just recently attached the... Um, it's an outrigger. The outrigger, but we'll get to that. Yep. Because um, you can explain what how you've adapted it and I'll, all that kind of thing. I'll try. Um, it's colloquially known as the Dreadnought, yes. isn't it? I love yes. it. It's black. Warren's done a lot of work on it over the years. I have. Put new seats in. You basically bought it as a shell, didn't you? It was just a fiberglass it was, shell. It, it was a shell and it had <clears throat> expander foam sort of pumped into either end for buoyancy, yeah. but nothing was covering it. Yeah. Um, and so I just wanted to neaten it up, make it look a bit more finished. How much did you buy it for? Uh, I think it was just under 200 bucks. Yeah, wow. And... Uh, yeah, over the time I've put some Merbu seats in there. Yeah, the gunnels, the nice timber gunnels. I added some weight, that's for sure, but I, I definitely added some personality. In oh, my for opinion. sure. I, I just reckon... wanted that more classic timber and uh, fibreglass look. With all it, the work you've done to it, I'd say it's at least worth 80 bucks. Yeah, yeah. 80 bucks. <laughs> 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 no, it's actually... It's it, appreciated. You could easily sell it for about four, five, six hundred bucks. Well, maybe. I mean, oh. she's actually looking a little yeah. weathered because of the dust over That's the right. last few years. Sp- spit and polish. She hasn't had a yeah. good voyage in a few years. So I'm looking forward to that part as well. Yeah. Just taking it out again. Yeah. Um, so I've had an outrigger that I made uh, from uh, a cut sailboard, a standing sailboard. Explain what an outrigger is because some people might be like, what the I think it's fuck called, are I think you it's fucking talking an, about, you an, fucking asshole. <laughs> I think it's called an armour, uh, A-M-A. In terms of a Pacific uh, Island style oh, okay. uh, thing, there's different names for the d- types of canoes and the types of sailing setup that they have, but I'm fairly sure that's called the armor. And then there are like some bamboo uh, cross brace arms that go out from the canoe, Jutting they're secured yeah, to yeah. the canoe, and then they secure to that float, the armor float. And then if you've got so it's a almost, large sail. Almost for people to picture almost like a catamaran isn't it yeah the look of that but very canoe, much so. with a canoe yeah and, yeah, and yeah. obviously one hull is not the same size yeah. as the other whereas yeah. a catamaran tends to be so but it does have that appearance and so we'll string out a luggage net between the two bamboo excellent uh, i'm very excited about that i've done that net. just for you yeah mate. i like that thank you um i haven't set up a full-size sail just because we don't well i don't have the experience to suddenly attack Something like that on that you, kind of water. Because <laughs> a few years back, you bought a windsurf sail. I have the sail, I have yep. the mast, but I don't have the confidence. <laughs> no, okay, yeah. <laughs> so I guess what I'm hoping that's is... something we could tinker around with on a lake or something, rather yeah. than yeah. Well, that's that's what I thought. If we could take it down to Listerfield Lake sometime, mm. we could actually play around with the idea and not have anything jeopardised mm. by it. So I've added like a, it's just a kayak sail. And it's designed to sail with the prevailing wind. So as long as we have some level of tailwind, that will work well. Yeah. Um, and as far as I can Although tell... Although con- you said before you're concerned a little bit about the weights. 
behind it. I don't think it'll it'll Me have much you. pull. Yeah, I, don't I, know what, I don't know what you weigh, but I'm 105 enough. kilos. Yeah. <laughs> More. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> and that's just your head. It's, yeah. <laughs> Uh, then the toothpicks that I have as legs don't add much, but you know. Uh, but yeah, it, it's. Uh, I think it'll struggle to do much, but I guess yeah, spiritually we'll feel better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll look good. Yeah, we'll feel good. Yeah, that's right. And that's everything. But um, yeah, I, I've dug out the paddles. I dug out the the dry bags. Nice. Um, I got a little navigation light for the front. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, Keith and I were talking about you know. I guess being v- vaguely responsible. Yeah. Uh, so he has got his hands on a flare. Yep. Nice, I have nice. a, an air horn. Is he? Is it a gun flare, or is it like a? I pop- think it's like a hand flare, and you just oh. set it off. A gun. I don't think you're bad. allowed to have gun flares. <laughs> yeah, but it would have been cooler. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> if we had one, I would have shot it at Keith. While was- oh yeah. So we better explain because, like you said, it's a flotilla. So yes. we've got our uh, three-man canoe. Yes. Warren is the captain. I'm the first mate. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, and Keith's got his little uh, camouflage uh, seafaring kayak. Yeah, sit on kayak. Yeah, and uh, he's got all the riggings for that, hasn't he? He has, and he sent through. You might even put that photo and the photo. It's of a great the, photo. Your canoe on the. On the oh, you yeah, please do. He's there were two, so you better show all the two that yeah. he sent, which was yeah. one Packs with everything very unpacked. neatly. Yeah, it's Keith. arranged in front of it, and then another with it fully ready, saying "ready when you are." And I don't know, there's something quite exciting about that vision. Yeah. And I thought, yes, I want to recreate that. Yeah. I did it. It looks a lot dirtier. That's okay. That's okay. Like I said, a bit of spit and polish, but a bit, uh, of, uh, oh, a bit of pre cum. Just rub that nice, oh, nice shine yeah. to it. Um, but there Keith, was one other thing I added, which was a dagger board, just oh, yeah, off the yeah, side that's of right. the canoe, yep. and that'll help stabilise because it, it is flat bottom. Yep. It doesn't really have the tendency to want to go in a straight line, yeah. particularly on open water. <laughs> yeah. So the challenges are still there. But, but with you at the helm, <laughs> well, we have an outrigger and we have a dagger board, so it's either going to be an absolute bitch to paddle, yep. and really heavy, yep. or with the at the help of the sail. Help of the dagger board will be like this is actually quite Pretty nice. Pretty cruisy, yeah, okay, and, and it feels really stable. Yeah, so yeah, that's it's going to be an interesting experiment. So Keith is our own personal bear grills, really, isn't he? He is. Yeah, he is. You can Without tuck the it in accent. your pocket. Yeah, like a like a one of those little Swiss Army knives. Yeah, and he'll have something for everything. That's right, and he something doesn't for every purpose. Unlike Bear Grylls, he doesn't drink his own urine, but he drinks a lot of ours, yeah. doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Probably, you could argue too much to be healthy, but he has yet to show any ill sort of signs. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. He, if anything, he's really flourishing, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like a healthy baby. Yeah. yeah. I liked when, he, when we had our little meeting. Yeah. Um, what I really liked is how concerned he was about water. Right. Like, we said it many times that, mm. yeah, we'll bring water. But he was like, how much water? That was his main like, thing, like, wasn't like four it? four litres each. He was like, yeah, yeah. And then, like, a little time would go I mean, by. He said six, didn't Okay, he? so with the water, <laughs> and I'm like, we're getting, we're going to fucking drink water. We get it. We know water's important. <laughs> nah. Bless his cotton socks. He's just concerned that we won't hydrate ourselves properly. Yeah. Oh, well. And he'll have to lug us around. He'll I think that's probably us. his main concern. He's like, one of these dumbasses. I'm bringing, gonna... like, two slabs of beer. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, what were you going to say? That's not going to add these much dumb to this. <laughs> well, one of these dumbasses is going to forget everything and literally just be sitting there. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> no. Nah. I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hot. Well, the good thing is, none of us are bitches like that. No, no. None of us. Right. You no. know, so we'll be completely fine. I think it's going to be great fun. And 
any concerns we have on the day, I think we will get a feel for it. And if it does genuinely seem like it's a bit stupid, yeah. if the conditions don't allow yeah, it, yeah, yeah, we'll um, we'll come up with something equally as cool, and uh, still have a great time. I think as much as we come across as complete imbeciles on the podcast, <laughs> which is which is half truth, hmm. well, more than half probably. Um, we are responsible. 75%. I think purely. Because we have families. Yes, purely. If we didn't have families, we would have been dead at 23. (laughs) (laughs) But luckily, the families came along around about then. Just to save us. Yeah, yeah. And we're still here (laughs) kicking on. So (laughs) the the only reason that I don't do some of the crazy shit I would would naturally want to do Mm. is because I think, don't do it, Luke, because you've got three daughters and a wife who love you and will be... Mildly concerned if I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is that that came out last week, and I'm not suggesting anything else other than that feeling of being responsible because of your family. But I don't think I've ever had you raise a concern with me no. about one of those ideas. Yeah. I would have been the one that would say, oh, yeah, but maybe we should just, you know, think yeah, this way. Yeah, take it easy. Or Keith would say it. But we've both been thinking very forward thinking. Yeah. Going, okay, well, if we're going to do it, this, this is, is how, how we're going to make it happen. Yep, yep. And these are the minimum kind of setups we're going to have. Whereas you actually said, do you think maybe we've <laughs> cut off a bit more than we could chew? Being a bit too ambitious. But what that tells me is that you've matured, mate. <laughs> like a like a fine cheese <laughs> a 42. or a good wine. It's about time. Okay, yeah. I'd you've, say you've cheese because I'm finding a, a lot of goop around my cock <laughs> and it's very cheesy. Right. I don't know if that's an old age thing or what, but well, it's like... It's like cottage cheese just oozing out of the end of my penis. I would hope that you don't. Um, it's a wow. large leg there. Yeah, so dude just got out. Well, he's at McDonald's, but he looks like, um, I don't know, he looks like he's had a few too many burgers in yeah. his time maybe. But you know what? If that brings him a bit of happiness. Um, I think it's a flesh boot. You remember that? <laughs> like a flashlight but through his leg. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember um, that song? I like to move and move it. Yeah. I like to move and <laughs> yes, move I it. Do. I like to move and move it. Did he do it? You like to move it. Yeah, well, that guy wore his wore pants where yeah. one leg was rolled up ah. and one leg wasn't. And so that's this what, guy is actually that's the what coolest our friends guy do. in the world. He's that guy. Yeah. He's yeah. retired now, obviously, yeah. but now he's like would, to move would, it, move it at the McDonald's. Was that like a Eurobeat sort of st- style Yeah, song? sort of. So he was like one of the... I like the your boom, it and your own bits. That song was great. Uh... And they used it on Madagascar. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's like a pioneer of that style, is he? Yeah, he was. Mm. Yeah, back in the day. Now, no, nothing. He's at McDonald's. He's at, out. You know, ten o'clock at night, eating burgers, <laughs> and his leg is suffering all, all for it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, getting back to canoeing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The important so, stuff. <clears throat> here's a, uh, a deeper question for you, Big Waz. All right. What is it about? Getting out on the open water for you, like what is it? Getting into a canoe, a vessel, and using manpower or a bit of wind, possibly, and getting it. What is it? Like, why is it that and not mountain biking, or why isn't it not um, hiking up a mountain, or you know, like why is it canoeing? Firstly, because I'm probably not capable of either of the other two things. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're all upper physi- body strength. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, that There's makes no sense. There's no physical ability you can paddle, to do anything You can paddle else. for fucking 10 <laughs> hours straight, no problem. Yeah. But walk but, up a hill, you're no, like, what no. the fuck? <laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> no, so that's, uh, no, in all honesty, yes, that could be used as an excuse, but it's not. 
Um, I said it to my son humorously the other day, but I feel like it's actually, and I don't mean to make it sound, I don't know, weirdly sentimental or anything. I actually feel like it's in our blood as a family. My dad was very um, into sailing as a young man, and he built or adapted repaired and sailed numerous uh, small sailing dinghies and stuff and some were like racing kind like basically a wood body but you're sitting on top of it so it's almost like a glorified surfboard um, but designed for high speed sailing and so he's had several over the years and then he had a heron sailing dinghy when I was a a teenager um, that he had right up until only a couple of years ago and I think it's what it Represents yep. to have it yep. is the possibilities. Okay. So I can take this, I can put it on the roof of my car, yep. and I can go to any body of water yep. that I choose. And navigate through it. And yep. I can travel across it or down it or through it yep. or whatever to, to spots where you normally wouldn't be able to maybe access yeah, on yeah. foot. Yeah, no, I like that about Or at it, least yeah. see the world from a different perspective. Because I would say as a good example... Um, both on the Goulburn when we went on yep. our little adventure there, but also the Yarra. Now, the Yarra is the, I guess, the major Victorian river that comes mm. down through Melbourne. Goes through the actual city, yeah. Goes through the city. <laughs> and you normally would say, oh, the Yarra is lovely, but you don't really think of it as much of a, an adventure. It's more like a day out. You go to the river, mm. have a picnic, and take the kids. But some spots, when you're in the river or on the river in a canoe, it feels removed from what's around you, even oh, yeah. in the the closer suburbs. I've yep. been to one where it was like, I can't remember the name of the boathouse, but it's like Kew, which is an inner suburb, Yep. Um, for those people who don't know. And it's a very, very busy area. There's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of people. But down in the river, it was absolutely peaceful and still. Okay. And I was like, what the hell? Where are we? And I sort of realised that the bridge above us was actually like... Chandler Highway. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, very busy section wow. of road. Yeah. And I guess it just removes you from <clears throat> normal everyday life, but you're, like, still right in it. So we're not that far removed from real life uh, on the weekend. Mm. You know, we're not far yeah, away true. from the city. True. We're not that far out. But it's going to feel like a different world. And I think that that's the appeal. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I like it. I like, like the... That? I like the... Um, uh, what you said about that it's in the blood is with the family sort of we're thing. a nautical cool. family so was your <laughs> did you say your, your grandpa and stuff as well uh, I don't think so no I mean it was it was just my dad but I just feel like I don't know I my my brothers weren't really fussed but I feel like my next oldest younger brother is he's got that uh, desire as well I okay. think yep. to, to get something get on the water <clears throat> but I I don't know I sort of felt like we never had anything, yeah. and none of us had ever thought about anything. And I was like, oh, I'd love to get a half-cab cruiser. Yeah. And started thinking, don't be stupid. Like, that's a kind of a pipe dream. Just get be realistic. And I was thinking about options. And I remembered uh, that my dad had built a couple of canoes with a friend, and we had it when I was quite young. That's right, yeah. And, uh, that. Yeah, and I was like... And he built them from scratch, didn't he? They they hired a mould. Yeah. And so they got all the materials. Now, That's cool. I don't realise what a feat that was to build three. Yeah, wow. In the space of... Well, they didn't finish them, but they did all the moulding work yeah. over one weekend. Wow. Which was intense. Why didn't they finish them? Just time and... Oh, but three canoes. 
Yeah, but did they ever one. finish them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they finished right. one together and they <coughs> sold it. Right. And that paid for the other two. Oh, okay, I see. So that yeah. was their plan. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then, the, you know, the friend took his and then dad took his and he finished it himself. And so we took that out on the water several times and I'm guessing at some point he sold it. I don't remember the details. But I was thinking about it. I was like, that's right. We had a canoe. Mm. And I suddenly thought, I actually think I should get a canoe. And I was really driven by that idea. And so the one I found, I feel, is a great uh, homage to Dad's To what your Dad's done, yeah. Yeah, and I just really liked it. So I I can't see myself getting rid of it. I, I feel like I'll... Give that to one of my kids if they really enjoy it as well. And yeah. Try and I keep it in the will. family. Yeah, I reckon yeah. I can see them doing that. Yeah. So you've always like, had like a real yearning for semen? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I thought as long as I can make it seem like I'm interested in something less seedy, yeah. um, that, the better it is. Yeah. So I can take a, an avid interest in yeah. sperm, so, you know, semen and, and everything to do with cum without... Seeming like yeah. that's all yeah, I care perfect. about. Yeah, yeah. And I reckon it's a real foot in the door with like a old salty sea dog. Yeah, you know who uh, with might, one leg might yeah might sort yeah. of look at you like who's this scurvy lad? <laughs> and then you're like, I've got a canoe. Yeah. And then straight away you can he wants to give me chow down on his <laughs> on his nuts. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, I appreciate your observation. No, a beautiful story, though. Yeah, no, thanks. no, no. no it was, You've cheapened uh, it all. I like, um, uh, I like the background. For me, <laughs> and I'm glad you asked. No, um, it's well, <laughs> mate. I'm so used, to, <laughs> so used to you driving this shit. Um, tell me, tell me how you feel about it. For me, it's just. How, why do you have a canoe? Uh, well, I don't anymore. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so what are you fucking talking about? I uh, yeah. no, no. why I like going canoeing. I know, mate. Um, it's just I'm in charge of you. That's yeah. what you like about <laughs> it. <It's... laughs> Can I be no. first, mate? <laughs> no, it's purely the adventure. So you could have said to me, mate, I bought some mountain bikes. Mm. Let's go on a tandem ride. <laughs> you got be, this idea. Yeah, no worries. Like I'm just up. I'm pretty much up for anything. Any mm. kind of adventure. Where it's gonna, especially when there's risk involved, I, mm. I, I tend to get quite excited about that kind of stuff. But I mean, even you know, when it's not, I just like the um, the, the pure adventure. That's why I like going hiking up my mountain at least once a year. I was going to say you've obviously claimed most mountains in the area, so I had to get away from that. <laughs> so the yeah. sea was my only option. No, just the Cathedral Ranges. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my mountain. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and and the reason I find it very spiritual and peaceful going up there, but also. Mm. Um, like the sense of adventure, choosing my own path and climbing over rocks and all that kind of stuff. And it's exactly the same through I get when I go canoeing. And especially when, like, if you said to me, oh, we're going to the lake and we're going to go to the lake every second week, I'd be like, ah, oh. I like going to new places Boring and explore. <laughs> yeah, I like exploring and going on new adventures, mm. you know. That's why the Gorbin was fantastic. But if you said, let's do it again, maybe enough time has passed You'd, that I would. you'd want to feel like you want to create a new adventure somewhere else. Yeah, and I know you feel different on this one, but because I feel the river, well, it didn't beat us. It didn't. The Goulburn River didn't beat us because mm-hmm. we got on the way again after our mishaps. But I still feel like it'd be good, good to portage, like you said, and get through it without putting holes in the canoe. <laughs> yeah, well, that's always a good aim, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy it, and that's why I did. Uh, get stuck in at one point but then I realised that I wasn't going to do it as much as you were going to do it 
And I thought, well... And I never did it since. Yeah, you've <laughs> got a canoe, so why do yeah. I need another one as well? <laughs> but when I can spend the money on miniatures. Yeah, that's it? right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, if you think about it, the yeah. Cathedral Rangers is like one long upside-down canoe. Is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take a paddle when I climb up there, though. No. No. It's I take down. a shit. I take a <laughs> shit up there. Well, it's close. <laughs> I don't take one with me. I just do one when I'm up there. On most occasions. Do you save that up? Well, You're I like, think... you know what I'm going to do? I, I need to go now, but I'm yeah. at the bottom. Really, I need to climb this thing first and then relieve myself at the top. Because of the state of my bowels, <laughs> um, I'll try that. I always yeah. have the good intentions to go, you know what? I'm going to hold on to this fucking sucker. You're really noble Until guy. I get up there. Yeah. But then it always beats me. Like the river, <laughs> like the Gorbon River, yeah. my shits always beat me to the punch and go, no, no, we're going to push a hole in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what drives you back to the mountain every couple of times a year? To do a shit. Trying to make it to the top before oh. you shit. <laughs> uh, that's why it gives you that variety that you're so, you know obviously crave you know you won't do the Gulban twice yeah. but you'll climb that mountain fucking 10 times a year <laughs> if it means yeah. you can't shit at the top no I think it's more of a case of getting to the top and wondering if I should jump <laughs> do you ever have those moments no I know that you would never and I don't and I'm not going to jump like I'm okay I don't need a lifeline or anything but I do get to the very edge and go, fuck, imagine if I just jumped. Do you ever have that feeling? Well, it's, I, I guess it's a... Well, and it's like a, ooh, and yeah, you step yeah. back and go, Jesus. No, not so much if I jumped, it's more if I slip. Uh, no, I I'm, I'm that's thinking like a high dive, you fucking somersault it. straight out. Because if I was going to top myself, I'd go out in style. I wouldn't... Like if I was going to jump off a bridge or something, I wouldn't I, Look, just, I'm going to put it out there. I wouldn't step off. I'd, I'd, I'd do some kind of pirouette. Just quickly, yeah. I don't think any kind of suicide from a height is no. going out with style. No, oh, uh, just you what, could, you could though. If really? you wore a Superman outfit, and went dove, off the Golden dove, Gate Bridge and dove off the top yeah, of it, yeah, yeah, like and people would people be talking, go, hey. you know, Superman guy, <laughs> <laughs> he fucking killed himself. He was fully dressed up as Superman. <laughs> And kept the pose all the way down. I wonder if he thought he was Superman and was going to fly, or if he just literally had lost his mind and went, I'm going to go out as Superman. That's a concern. But oh, I suppose if you felt empowered at that moment, mm. then I suppose that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. You know, it's, yeah. yeah. Actually, this is pretty dark now. Have you seen It was the... dark already, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the... Um, Documentary on the suicides on the Golden Gate. Actually, I started watching one. Yeah, yeah, there must have been That's that one. That's incredibly sad. Of course, it really is. Like, and you just want to. I feel like when I was watching it, and I was sort of watching it through my fingers. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I, I can watch all the horror you like, but yeah. when it comes to real stuff, I yeah. get a bit like, oh my god. Um, even those medical shows, you know, where they're mm. cutting people open. I, I hate can't, that. I can't handle that. No. I hate that. I hate scalpel on flesh. Yeah, yeah. It when makes that, that me first pop, recoil. when it first pierces through oh, the skin, nah, nah. is when I come. Um, <laughs> hard, you know, really. <laughs> nah, but watching the, uh, yeah, watching that doco, I just, I don't know, I just felt like I wish I was there to talk him out of it, you know? Yeah. And, Put a Superman outfit on him first. <laughs> nah, nah, just be like, no, nah, you don't need to do this. Like, of we'll course. find another way. Doesn't matter what's going on in your life, we'll find another way. You know, it's so sad. I don't know. And if you... and so many people do it. It's yeah, it's scary. Well, 
I don't know what to say about it other than it is uh, it is terrible. But something like that documentary hopefully gives people an awareness of just how yeah extreme the numbers are. Some yeah, years I can't remember the numbers now, but I remember being aghast at it. And yeah, being, Jesus Christ, that's a shitload of people. It's probably a lot more than we ever realised, and I think that um, COVID was something that definitely brought that high. We've talked about it before. Mm. Uh, it did definitely amplify yeah, over that time sure. frame. Yeah. And, yeah, I can see why because, like even I've mentioned before, during the lockdown, I mm. wouldn't say I was I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I could see why people, uh, even without mental health issues, were yeah. starting to struggle. Yeah, of course. I, I I definitely felt caged and like, and I kept reminding myself, oh, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky, but it's still. The day to day was heavy, so so yeah. My heart goes out to people like or people over in the UK and uh, Netherlands and stuff like that, uh, where it's um, they're still in lockdown, you know, and it keeps coming back, and they're, they're back in lockdown for another three months, and it's crazy. So yeah, stay strong, people. Stay strong. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Keep your chin up, and hopefully, you can focus on something. I don't know, that you can plan or enjoy or... Plan a canoe trip get used when to. you can get out again. Yeah, anything as simple as just seeing a family member you haven't seen for a while until, yeah, something something a bit bigger. Go yeah. for a little adventure somewhere. Yeah. that's the th- Maybe that's the thing about adventures. Because mm. the whole, you know, humdrum of everyday life, not to say it's boring, it's great. Yeah. But sometimes you want to break that mould a little bit yeah for sure and maybe that's what it's about too it's the possibilities of the adventure yeah I think so so whether you just go like yeah a a hike up the hill a walk around to some area you haven't been before yeah whatever it might might entail I like the um, you know how people say fear of the unknown I don't have that I I, embrace embrace the unknown unknown. yeah I like I like wondering what's going to happen next and if something if shit does hit the fan I see it as more of a a challenge and a test rather than, oh, shit, I'm going to fall to pieces and we're not going to survive. You know, I feel like, no, no, we'll find a way and we'll figure this shit out. I reckon I'm somewhere <clears throat> in the middle because yeah. there are certain things that I don't... I think it would be fear of the unknown. Certain things. Like what? Can you elaborate? Well, I don't know. If I felt like I was in a dangerous uh, environment... Yeah. Like... Probably other people, actually, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Well, they're That's, the most unpredictable thing. Yeah, I think <laughs> um, geographically, I don't think I'm scared of going somewhere yep. and trying it out and, you know, going caving, going diving, going up in the air. Um, I don't like jumping into, like, relying on my body to look after me. I think that that's where I lose confidence. But I like the adventure at whatever place in the world that it'll take me. But it is other people. Mm. So, like... That's true, isn't it? I wouldn't walk into a big group of uh, murderous thugs and just think, <laughs> I love I love this. I'm yeah. going to embrace it because <laughs> yeah. I Let's have no idea. start a fight club, you <laughs> fucking cunts. Yeah, like, I think you and I have had the talk before where you were looking at... We are in uh, Broken Hill. Yep. And we were talking about a fight. And you said, if that kicked off right now, we were just looking at, like, a group of guys mm. standing there drinking. And there was maybe 15 guys all together. And you'd said to me, would you jump in mm. if they all turned on, you know, one won guy. that, won that yeah. one guy there? Yeah. And I think you were a bit, not, I think you were surprised that I said, look, I don't, don't think I'd just jump in. No. Mm. I don't know the circumstances. Mm. You know, and so that's me. That's my fear of the unknown. I'm not going to jump in there thinking I can change what's happening. 
I'm going to probably go, hey, <laughs> you know, I'll get some help. Yeah. Uh, whereas I think you probably would just instinctively jump in. Yeah. Whereas another situation, if there was a canoe sitting on the shore and it was a bit stormy, a bit whipped up, whatever, mm. and you said, you want to give it a try? I'd say, yeah, let, let's do it. Yeah. Let's give caution it a caution to the wind. Exactly. I definitely think, like, getting stranded on the island for a week or something with you guys, if the tide was fucked and the weather was <laughs> yeah. fucked, as opposed to waking up naked and tied to a bed at a Hell's Angels hideout. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely would choose the island. There is fear of the unknown there, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Are they going to rape me? Are they just going to beat the shit out of me? Are they going to chop me up and eat me? Like, what the fuck? What if or it's after the fact, too? throw darts at me and have me as their, like, entertainment? <laughs> Imagine, imagine if the only memory you have yeah. before that, so you wake up like that. Yeah, I was on a canoe five yeah. minutes ago. <laughs> imagine, that is fear of the unknown. That's that is, the ultimate, yeah. isn't it? Keith's like, oh, I got these pills. You want, like, we're sitting on the island. Oh, He's God. Got, I got these pills. Like, I don't know what they're meant to do. They're meant to give you a bit of a trip for, a, you know, half an hour, an hour. Yeah. Do you want to just give them a go? I'm he like, just says they're vitamin pills. Yeah, they're just like Tic Tacs. Yeah, like Tic Tacs, yeah. man. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then take one and then all, three, all three of us wake up in a bed <laughs> naked, tied to the bedpost as some Hell's Angels hideout. <laughs> We've got no idea where it is, but it looks yeah. well set up. We can just hear, like, um, oh, black bitty, bam, bam, oh, black bitty, like, really, really loud, and all these strobe lights flashing. We're looking like, at each other. What's going on? You would lose uh, your mind a little bit at that, that moment, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, man, you just hear the jingles of, like, some keys in the door, like, fuck, what's going what's to come through that door? Is, is genuinely looking at your mates, <laughs> sitting on a chair on an island, having a, yeah. you know, baked beans and a fucking on Turns a out the island was inhabited by these, <laughs> these crazy hell's angels. You're in a subterranean oh. base. <laughs> <laughs> so be, glad you can join us. That'd be scary as shit. Okay, yeah, well, oh. that's, that's fear of the unknown yeah, for you, in a nutshell. That's definitely fear of the unknown. <laughs> I wouldn't be talking about that on the podcast when we come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're strangely quiet about our, yeah, our reflections. Yeah. It was of fine, experience. it was fine, thanks. Uh, moving right along, so... <laughs> Episode 101. Uh, is there, have you got um, have you got any unreasonable fears about the canoe trip? Because let's be honest, it's it is a fair stretch of water we're yeah, going to yeah. cross. Yep. Um, some might think we're lunatics for doing it or even yep. trying it, yep. attempting it. Um, I think we're incredibly brave. <laughs> I think there's again. I think we sit somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there's a little foolhardiness. I but think as there's you said, a little bit of a sense of adventure. As you said before, if it's mm. choppy or looks bad, then we're not going to just go. Yeah, let's go. No. Know? Yeah. And people have done all sorts of stuff. I mean, normally they're just set up better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I know that there was somebody that had circumnavigated French Island in one day on. Oh, okay. Yep. So that must have been. Barreling along, yeah, for but you sure. know they can. They've got the double paddles and they can get that rhythm going. Yeah, so when they pick it up and they've got that going and the wind behind them, they probably make some great time. So instead of unreasonable, uh, what, what's your biggest fear of of something going? My wrong? biggest fear, yeah, would be a, a rogue kind of wind catching us mm. or a current, yeah, and actually feeling genuinely powerless Out to change control. where ah, we're okay. going. Okay. So yeah. I, you're you're going like, okay, let's paddle this way, but you can tell, yeah, 
that it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah, even if we are trying, we've got the GPS, we've got everything there, yeah. but it's being dragging us, taking us out to the open water. Yeah. And imagine it in a moment where, like, it's just, it kind of, not pulling you out, but it's got that sense of it. And then all of a sudden, the outrigger kind of twists, and then that gets, like, snapped. Yeah. So it's left floating, and you've got bamboo hanging off the side. Yeah, Jesus. So it's completely ineffectual. Yeah. The sail just tears off and blows yeah, away in the winds. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just two dickheads sitting in, <laughs> sitting in a black canoe. Yeah. On uh, on Western Port Bay. Yeah, wow. With no nothing to do except hold on for their life. <laughs> Just hold each other. I think all I would do, though, is, and this is the thing, you would still say, okay, what can we do here? We can either paddle hard for French Island or we can mm. paddle hard for the other side near uh, Hastings and yeah, Crook yeah, Point. Yeah. There's quite a lot of land... Whichever way the wind's blowing, I suppose. If the wind's blowing us more towards Hastings or whatever, then we'll go for that coastline. Yeah, that's it. And if it blows us inwards, there's actually more chance that we're going to be probably caught high and dry. Yeah. So I'm not particularly worried about that, other than you end up probably sitting there for a while. Yeah. Um, You concerned about sharks at all? No, no. There are sharks in the Western Port. There are sharks, Mm. but uh, apparently they're the... What were they? Gummy sharks. Gummy sharks, yeah. which are, as they sound, yeah. Luke's fantasy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they're not Amazing that... blowjobs yeah, from exactly. a gummy shark. Yeah. yeah. I had yeah. a great time when I was down at Phillip Island <laughs> a few weeks back. <laughs> Completely against their will. And, um, yeah, so they're, they're a bit smaller and they um, I don't think they pose any real risk. But I'm assuming you'll get sharks and you'll get dangerous uh, sea creatures anywhere where there's a little bit of depth. So you worried bring about, it on. You worried about Keith? No, no, I, I've got if a lot he, of confidence in Keith. If he starts to, I don't know, turn on us. Oh, you mean yeah. in an aggressive way? You know, he can get a little bit of a grump on sometimes <laughs> if things aren't going his way. <laughs> yeah, right. It might be a bit of mutiny. No, I don't think he would. I think he'll be... Fucking assholes, I'm going to go. <laughs> I think he's going to be the tower of strength yeah, of this okay. experience. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yep. Small tower, but... Yeah, but you know, we're all sitting down, so you know. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, same so, size. Yeah, when we're yeah. sitting down. So, so yeah. he's he's quite an imposing man when you're all sitting down. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Nah, nah. Just, I think um, he'll show his true colours and be quite the leader mm. on the day. He'll probably scout ahead, but we're gonna we're gonna lash him to us, aren't we? <laughs> Yeah, if he gets too cocky... Uh, I don't mean to us. I mean, we're going to lash his kayak to our canoe so we don't lose him. Or he doesn't lose us. I think for the main crossing, I sort of feel like uh, as a way of staying together, maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea. Oh, definitely, yeah. But at the same time, he might feel like it's inefficient for him. I've got a really, really like... um, Heavy truck pulling chain we could use. <laughs> so it literally pulls half the kayak into the water at the back. Uh, uh, I think that maybe we'll just run like a line across, but there's quite a bit of play in it. Yeah, okay. But we'll yeah. just see. We'll yeah. just see. I think I'm sure he's got some ideas, but yeah. Yeah, no, I'm looking I think, forward to it. I think he'll just um, <clears throat> paddle rings around us yeah, I think as so. we at struggle. First. That's the thing with across. Keith. I had, to, I had to rein him in when he and I went up the mountain, yeah. my mountain. Not his, mm. my mountain. Yeah, yeah. When he and I went up there, um, just on our own, um, he was like almost running. I'm like, just, mate, slow down. And I was like, no, no, because you're going to wear yourself out too quickly. You've got to pace yourself. It's all yeah. good. And then he did pace himself and he was all good. So I'm one, I just hope that he's not like, yeah, I'm going to fucking paddle fucking dead right now. And then we find him dead 10 minutes later. <laughs> Even in an he's overturned a, guy. He's been attacked by fucking flamingo. Gummy shark yeah. sucking on his cock. Albatross. <laughs> and Albatross has swooped in and taken his shit on his face. 
All sorts of shenanigans going on. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, that's our canoe trip. We'll be back in a little while to uh, talk about uh, prosthetic limbs. Yeah, that's right. Piss pot boozer in Cockburn Creek And no bloody fun if you're piss weak Bust me nuts and rooty hill But none are quite the same as snags on the grill Fanny Bay and Tidwobble Lane You can see my buggery from our biplane G'day, we're the Grundy Brothers That's Jed and I'm the Tell you what, Neil, this cave ain't fucking bad, is it? Yeah, mate, if it wasn't for your uh, body odor, you'd be just about perfect. Dry, big and cavernous. <laughs> yeah, just like your last girlfriend, Jed. I'm not going to ask how long you've known about it or used it over the years, and for what. I'd hazard a guess you did a deal with the Wurundjeri people for permission to use it. Yeah, that's right, mate. All I had to do was uh, knock off a few tourists that were... Uh, Lingering around the caves. Ah, but right now, this bloody kangaroo wristhole sandwich with a beer from Buxton is hitting me spot real nice. It really fucking is. So what do you reckon? Couple of days here, they make a push for Western Port Bay? Well, the quicker we can get some fresh air away from your stinking body, Oda Jed, the, uh, the better, really, in my opinion. Sounds fucking great. Hey, Jed. There's a large woman standing right behind you, mate. Right, you two little fucking hooligans. Oh, Jesus, Matilda Christ. Mum, what in the heck are you doing here? Never mind that, you insolent little bastard. I'm sorry, Dale, but you had that coming. Neil, come here and give your mother a kiss. I'd like to say it's good to see you, Ma, but it isn't. Well... Get me a fucking beer, Jed. Yeah, 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 sorry, Mum, right away. I can't even leave you two alone together for a few minutes and there's an absolute mess left in your wake. What in the hell have you been up to? Oh, oh you know, Mum, um, oh, just the usual. Bit of road trip, uh, fishing, um, hunting. Bullshit, Jed. Look at Neil. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. There are news reports, wanted posters, people fucking door knocking, asking about ya, missing person records, you bloody name it. It's following you around like a fucking smell. Now I'd be the worst kind of mother not to say, please be good boys and hand yourselves in. I don't want to see you locked up for life, or even worse. Shot dead by some trigger-happy fucking copper? But, Mum, like, surely it isn't that bad. Jed, doll, I love you, but you are a stone's throw away from a fucking hiding, you idiot. You know what? I had to break out of prison to come and find you and tell you to be smart and give up. Jeez, Mum, I fucking love you too. All right, Neil. Look, how about we... Yeah, oh shit, Neil. What are you doing, mate? Well, I've been hanging on to that doozy the whole time you two idiots have been gas-bagging. Fuck, Mum. I'm so sorry. Neil, you fucking madman! Just like your father! 
The devil rest his wicked, 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 wicked soul. Okay, you win, you mongrel. You hurt my Jed's head and you'll have me to answer to, you hear me? Get fucked, Mum. I should have put a bullet in your fucking head and Jed's back in the day. Ah, looks like I'm stuck with you both for now. This isn't the last you've heard from Merle, the matriarch Grundy. You psychotic little shit! G'day. We're the Grundy Brothers. That's Jed. Uh, just wanted to mention that with the uh, the canoe trip, I will be so I'll be recording the podcast. Yes, but I'll also be doing a series of vlogs, vlog entries. Not a vlog is a video log. Yeah, yeah. video like a blog, but video. Yeah. I ain't yeah. just learned. And you word. love laying a log, so <laughs> I guess yeah. laying a vlog is yeah. not too much different, is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be doing a series of those, to, right. So that the the viewer, the Are listener, you gonna have a different T-shirt for each vlog. Uh, <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> okay. Probably not. Okay. But uh, <laughs> um, four liters of water oh, and okay. a suitcase full of T-shirts. Um, That's nah. all you need, mate. <laughs> yeah. And the recording gear. I just thought it'd be fun. For our Instagram followers yes. and uh, anybody else who's interested to uh, see a bit of Western Port Bay. Yeah, yeah. See our first landing on Barilia Island. So yeah. just explaining, Barilia Island, like uh, Warren said, it's literally a dot just off the coast of French Island. And it's, uh, as far as we know and as far as we can look up, there's not really much on the island as far as any um, fauna. No. Um, there is low shrubs. I don't think there's any trees. There might be no. some mangroves, maybe. I think I there's know. mangroves on one side. Okay. And then you've got the low shrubs on the actual hard surface, yeah. And so given the fact that it is just kind of a nothingness of an island, yeah. um, not many people have been there, I imagine, over the years. Um, so, yeah, we feel like, uh, you know, quite the uh, Well, when we spotted the it explorer. out there, when we were just tiddling around with, like, satellite maps, I yeah. think, on the GPS. I was quite excited when I saw it. We're just like, hang on. Yeah, it's a desert island. It's a tiny little It's a island. tropical <laughs> desert island. So we'll be putting up photos and videos and all yeah. that kind of jazz. So make sure you check it out on Fly on the Wall podcast with an underscore between each of those words on Instagram. Um, if you'd like to email us, we can email you some photos of the Brulia Island, uh, the Fly on the Wall podcast, one one at Gmail. And Warren? On Twitter! It's at Fly on the Wall, P-O-1. And if you would like to send any kind of words of wisdom, any words of uh, demand us to stop. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> um, any kind of compliments, uh, you know, God forbid. And... Anything else at all um, in regards to our 100th episode, in this case, please feel free. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to read some out. We'd love to put them in if they're a recording. Um, if they're a video, maybe we can upload them yeah, to Instagram or whatever. Cool. Yeah. And just to kind of help us celebrate, I suppose, because our listeners are the, the thing that drives our energy for it, as well as just catching up and having a laugh together. Sure. We just love sharing that dynamic with you guys so you know please feel free anything at all anything at all and i think we thanked him last week but again a big shout out to our um belgium listener uh dimsky yes. he's a really really cool dude i get the feeling that if he lived over here or if we lived in the land of chocolate 
Um, oh, yes. we'd, we'd definitely be hooking up with him and probably spit roasting him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He's a really cool dude and he's done a little message for our 100th episode, so I really appreciate that, man. Thanks, Do you reckon thanks he'd for be a, a solo kayaker or would he be a canoe Ooh, team? No, I reckon, reckon? I reckon they love a bit of tandem stuff over there. Ooh, yeah, no, okay. I can imagine yeah. him like riding down the cobbled streets of Belgium eating chocolate and whatever else they do. So a little more on, romance in the air. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. Okay. He'd be wearing a beret. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he'd want to be in the middle right. with me on you on either side ah. of the bike. I'd be at the back. canoe. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, you'd still be at the back. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah, you're only a back man. Of course. <laughs> very much it, mate. I don't know how to look at them. Whereas I'm always um, on the front. I'm always <laughs> on the front. Um, all Actually, right. speaking of... Um, uh, I don't know. Looking. Front bums? Yeah. <laughs> no. I saw a guy yesterday that yeah. looked like a slightly melted version of you. Oh, really? A <laughs> <Yeah>. melted, <laughs> melted well, version? He was turning the corner in the car and he had his window open and he was wearing a flat cap. Oh, nice. And yep. Uh, yep. I was like, hang on. And, and straight away I was like, no, nah, that's not Luke. I was like, but I tell you what, profile-wise, wow. it just looked like a... It looked like you if you really let yourself go. Why was he melted, like old and wrinkled? Yeah, so he or, had a little oh, bit of jowls going on. Okay, yeah, yeah. so it's a future me then. In a couple well, of I years, mean, probably. look, you're a little jowlish, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> no, no, not at all. But, but yeah, he had a little bit more jowl action going on, and I thought... But other than that, especially yeah. with the flat cap and the, the, the level of facial hair okay, that he yeah, had, yeah. was very much like you. Wow, so very um, good-looking bloke. Look, that wasn't my first thought, um, but other people might think that. You know whose jowls have always impressed me and concerned me? Lance Henriksen. Oh, okay. His jowls. His, his, his whole defined sort gaunt, of jaw, jowly yeah. jaw thing he's got yeah. going on. He's had it since Terminator 1. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. weird. Some people have just got a very defined jaw, yeah, that's haven't true. they? Yeah, that's true. Like... Um, Who's that guy? He's going to always talk like this. <laughs> he does, uh, I think he yeah. does voiceovers. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was a uh, cronk in the Empress yeah, of the Group. Yeah, 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 that guy. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I yeah. reckon he's got quite the jaw. <laughs> yeah, he's like your all-American Yeah, like jawline. American dad, like cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Almost, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so we've got a little bit. Are we going to do a disclaimer, did you say? No. Okay, no Let's disclaimer. just run with it. Um, Look, I think everyone who's listening, hopefully... We're talking will, about prosthetics, guys. Yeah, we'll know that we don't mean any uh, personal affront no. to someone who has any kind of prosthetic limb, um, embellishment... Hook. Hook, uh, stump, uh, slashing rod. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'd be opting for. Springs. So we've got a we've got a fully mechanised hand for you, Luke. And I'll be like, no, nah, I want a slashing rod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me cool. the most basic but like violent really, item. Yeah, really long double-edged <laughs> blade. That'd be cool. Well, I tried to look up things that were maybe a little bit off the normal end of things. So, of yeah. course, people who were born with certain, um, well, I don't want to say defects. but Thalidomide. You know, thalidomide. People. Yeah, things yeah. that are that are missing. So the development has been different. In so from the birth, okay, that's yeah, right. Yeah. So there's people oh, like sad. that. People yeah. who have lost uh, limbs mm. or needed to, you know, or have been sick and therefore then lost limbs. Like ninja cockle oh, yeah, often yeah. has that effect. Um, all sorts of terrible circumstances, and people go, and they, they can do some amazing things. Now, I mean, they could actually, if you think back, and things you might have looked at in the past. 
they've been able to do amazing things for many years. Yeah, it's true. To so, make yeah. people's lives livable yep. and able to transport yourself around and help yourself to do things. And that's the two the two pronged thing they've done. Yeah. And I don't mean a pun. I, I was in gonna, the prong, yeah, that was good. Um, is like they want it to be functional, but yes. also as realistic as possible as well. So yeah. passable or whatever you want to call it, you know? Absolutely. So what I was trying to do is not rather than going, you know, staying off the boring stuff because it's all fascinating. It was to see what kinds of things people do do that aren't what you would expect. Okay, yep. So I like, found a couple. Um, like Ash in The Evil Dead. He's got a chainsaw exactly. for an arm. Now, that's I wouldn't say that's awesome. a, a common augmentation. No, no, I don't think so. Um, unless you're a lumberjack. Unless it is the grim dark universe of Warhammer. Exactly. They're and big that would on be that. awesome They're too. <laughs> you would consider it, but I think you'd be worried about getting the fuel mix right. So, <laughs> no, not anymore. No? no? I'm a gardener, as you know, so that's true. fuel mix is everything. Four stroke or two stroke for your arm. Um, Embellishment Four stroke yeah. yeah I don't want yeah. a microgram of oil No I haven't got time for that okay. Obviously you can pre-mix But it's pretty hard to pre-mix When you've only got, now one, you've got One actual functioning hand Now think about it though right? So yeah. the chainsaw Four stroke You've yeah, still got yeah. motor oil yep. You've still got bar oil yep. And then you've still got The fuel that goes in You've still got to sharpen quite, the, the chain yeah, right quite, and then. quite a bit of work in There that, is a bit of maintenance yeah. But I feel like um, My quiet time in the evenings Will be in front of the TV Watching Evil Dead Yeah yeah And maintaining The chainsaw arm Would you like, this would suck, really, if mm. you think about it. If you were to, like, let's say you went and bought, like, a still, good yep. brand, yep. a Husqvarna, something like that. Yep. Um, you had the arm that had, you know, unfortunately had seen some bad days. Yep. You'd ask for the augmentation with the chainsaw. You'd yep. set it all up, yep. paid your, your fees. They'd put it on. You realise that the ripcord's on the wrong side. Oh, for fuck's sake. Like, you, you'd say it's your that's left arm oversight. and the ripcord's on the left. That's a real oversight, Like, that's it? not ergonomic, yeah, I try and... Uh, well, I'd, first of all, I'd go back to the shop and say, "Look, this See is what you good. Can, do, can yeah. you convert it over to a, you know, make it more changeable, or uh, or just adapt and learn to pull the cord with my thighs?" Oh yeah, that could <laughs> be a good. <laughs> <laughs> you don't so, want to whack like that squat, time. squat yeah. down, yeah, like really quick motion. Clamp that, squat it down, clamp the cord, and then rip back, like stand straight up, and that is the pulling. It of sounds the cord. like you're going to need some sort of thigh augmentation. Yeah, as well, I'm going to do, a, I'm do my spine for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so speaking of, of spine, I wouldn't be doing much in the way of finger bashing though, really, with a chainsaw. You have got the other arm. Yeah, but that's, You'd forget, that's holding you? the person. Right. That's cradling the person <laughs> while the chainsaw does, yeah, anyway. Would you it's... cover the chainsaw <laughs> with like a silk blanket, try and soften the appearance? If I'm, if you're, you know, what, oh, if you're okay. making, you know, if I'm if being romantic. Having some private time. Um, yeah, because yeah, I think that would be a bit alarming for the <laughs> the, the special young lady <laughs> seeing a chainsaw <laughs> in the bed. You go, it's okay, it's freshly sharpened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fine because the cord's on the other side. The only way I can get this fucking thing going is with my thighs. So you're safe for now. Because <laughs> your head's there. Um, while some efforts replace real limbs, others are more fanciful. Nadia Vasi, an amputee, was fielding questions from a little boy about her prosthetic legs at the pool one day when she joked that she was a mermaid. That's cute. Inspired... She went out and got a mermaid tail designed using a hard plastic spine. So that would have run from her spine right down to the tip of the tail and a lycra skin. Amazingly, the tail does work quite well for swimming. Okay, so that started off cute when she was just talking about it and then it went into creepy really quickly. I think that's creepy. 
I'm a mermaid now. Oh, <laughs> fucking no, you're not. You're not. But I'd how rather... nice? How nice would it be for someone who who has no legs or only partial to entertain kids to yeah. put a mermaid's tail on and be able to swim through the water with a relative amount of that's speed, cool. The power function of it is cool, but I Do you don't think that's see creepy. It. No, and, and I think that would give me nightmares. Did you never find the idea of mermaids attractive? No, because I always wondered where their vagina where their was. Bits are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where's the vagina? Yeah, it's it isn't it, where like where yeah. is it? There's no place. so there's no kind of beauty to the 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 so overall the top half, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like you know, let's not beat around a bush. Ariel was quite cute. I yeah, thought. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the seashell. I was bikini. hoping less like, of an animation and more of a realistic. I know music, you're more of an Ursula. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more of a fat drag yeah. queen. I'm more looking. of a sea bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. It's always even since I was young. Uh, but it was never the question I could ask mum and dad. I couldn't ask them where the mermaid's vagina is because <laughs> I would have get a clip around the ear. Maybe anyway. it's just like a little scale and. You know, you just got to find the right one. Yeah, it's all a like bit fishy to me, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> this is even creepier, yeah. but in its own way has its own practicalities too. So they have a segmented. Uh, I think it might be made out of. Uh, I doesn't know what it's made out of. I think it's made out of like carbon fiber or plastics or something like that. But the high end stuff, and it's a tentacle. I was just going to joke. And it connects. Is it a tentacle? Yeah. That's creepy again. It is actually a tentacle. Wow. So it's white pieces and they go down narrower and narrower until you get to the tip. And they can wrap that around oh, a glass. That's fucking or, creepy. Do you reckon that's sexy in any no, way? No, <laughs> not at all. Even if it was on the Wrapped around your shaft? No. Nah. You wouldn't like that at all? No, nah, not at all. Because I reckon some I just, guys would I just lose want their to... shit over that. You reckon? Uh, yeah. Uh, people There'd be some guy going, like oh, cosplay Jesus. dudes <laughs> that fantasise about cosplay girls. Oh, yeah. so I reckon that would be a thing yeah. for them. But nah, for me, tentacles, nah, that's slimy Kind of would creepy. make you feel... It would be odd, wouldn't it? I'd feel violated straight away. Straight as soon as I look at it, well, it's not like, going up, up your ass unless well, you ask who knows? for it. Yeah. <laughs> so it is octopuses can't be trusted. <laughs> so this this just the article about it. For those who are bored, I'd with... call her octopussy though. Well, that would be cute, wouldn't it? She'd yeah, love that. She'd, she'd love never that. have heard that yeah, ever. Yeah. <laughs> For those who are bored with humdrum human arms, there's always inspiration. Humdrum <laughs> human arms. There's always uh, inspiration in the sea. University of Washington designer Kayleen Cow has created a prosthetic arm that curls around objects like an octopus tentacle. The arm is threaded with wires and powered by motors and can grip a variety of objects. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. It's kind of cool. But I definitely it? wouldn't opt for that. Would you opt for that? Would um, you go? So so far, would you go for a fin like a mermaid's tail, or a like me personally? Yeah, or a no, tentacle. There's no way yourself. I'd go for that. Yeah, yeah, not no, for myself. See, me neither. Yeah. I would be curious to meet someone who actually does use them for. I don't know for leisure for entertainment. Yeah, for yeah. Just, and I'd I'd love to to sort of watch them interact with their environment and get a see wristy, what works. Get a wristy. Yeah. See what works better. Yeah. In some cases, the tentacle might work more effectively than the hand in certain circumstances. Yeah. And I'm not being sexual here. If you're like foraging on the ocean floor for <laughs> sea merchants, or if something. you're choking the fuck out of an asshole that's been accosting you at the shops, yeah. And so for some reason, I I picture it on a lady. Okay. Yeah. And that's in my head. I can't shake that image. So I'm yeah. not picturing a guy choosing to get it. I'm imagine. Imagine though. 
say you're not with your beloved, you're a single man, you mm. pick up this lady and you think, hey, I'm going to open my mind a little bit here. Yes, mm. she's got a tentacle arm, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I see yeah. the beauty in of her. Of course. And she's a great person. Yeah. She's a librarian. So, librarian. <laughs> yeah, she's right. into the Cold War. Yeah. Favourite film wow. is Indiana Jones. Perfect woman, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's wearing yeah. a Rambo yeah. too, white t-shirt. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so you go on a date and it's, yeah. it goes swimmingly. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even mean it, but it was nah. genius. Um, yeah. And then, you know, you take her, you walk her to a cave or mm. wherever she lives. Yeah. <clears throat> and at the entrance to the cave, you go, oh, I'll give her a sneaky kiss goodnight. And then, <laughs> so she embraces you. Mm. As you're sort of like kissing her neck, suddenly you see this like pinky, orangey tentacle worming its way around your neck and it's cold and scaly against the back of your neck and it just tightens a little bit too much. Right. Just You're going to be comfortable with that? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be terrified. Ah, Get off me, you fucking freak. In that instant, I don't have a fear of the unknown. No. You know, I want to see what With it's got to women. offer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so those suctions, they <laughs> suck like quite hard on the tech. All right, continue, sir. Interesting. Okay, so this is now taking us back in time a cool. little bit and it's talking about normal prosthetics, but just the possibilities when people were determined. And this is, you know, a long time ago. So this is uh, an example of an iron prosthetic built to order. Iron, wow. By Gotts von Berglichnigen. Oh, Jesus. 1480-1562. He was a German knight who once served under Emperor Charles V. Uh, Berglichnigen <laughs> lost his right hand during the siege of the city of Landshut in 1504. He replaced it at first with a simpler prosthetic before having a more advanced limb constructed. According to reports, the spring-operated fingers could be flexed and thus enabled him to grip a sword or a lance, allowing him to continue his role on the battlefield until the age of 64. Wow. Now, I would imagine for that era... That's fantastic. ...living to 64 was a miracle, (laughs) let alone being a fighting soldier. 38 was old age, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's incredible that they had that kind of technology and obviously it was all mechanical, not a... You know, that's right, yes. So spring it was, operated, did you say? Spring operated, but he well, could get the tension in the arms. That's really So I don't cool. know if it was like a switch. Yeah. Like a like some, some levers on something. Yeah. Set it up, you know, click it in. But still, I think to be an effective and battlefield yeah, that's, soldier. That's kind of cool. I like that. Cool. Yeah. So similar artificial arms could be used to hold a shield, yeah. grip a sword, hold a horse's reins, or even grip a quill. Artificial limbs such as these were expensive items made by armourers. Wow. So just like chainmail was a very expensive yeah, piece yeah. of armour to get made because yeah. it was made by hand. Every single ring was yeah, like hand right. closed over. Uh, this would have been much the same. So you probably would have had to have been quite a wealthy lord, landowner, uh, to, to afford it. But yeah. I thought it was pretty cool that reminds, they had it. Reminds me of that Monty Python. When, remember the knights getting his arms cut off and everything? He's like, it's all right. Yeah. It's Tis a, but a scratch. It's just a scratch, yeah. <laughs> that's the attitude, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. Um, Stiff upper lip. <laughs> so there's the two types, of course. So there's, uh, a, oh, well, I looked up both. So you've got your, I guess, you, what you'd expect, your peg leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Your, uh, your yeah. iron and, you know, vaguely mechanical hands. So yeah. even Civil War uh, soldiers sometimes yeah, had yeah. prosthetics. Well, we talked to once. I remember you telling we me the story the of the guy that had that leg, yeah, yes. and kept it, and he's still in the museum or whatever. Yeah, so one. there was another one where there was a guy and he had both of his arms uh, amputated wow. in the Civil War, and he made his, well, he didn't 
physically make his own. He designed his own, mm. and he oversaw the creation of them. So he had two prosthetics made, and they had uh, it looked like two little hooks on them. And he was able to hold utensils, oh, okay. small implements, things yep. like that, and it looked quite effective. And he thought that's excellent. I mean, given that he had both of his arms gone, it gave him a, a, a not much nicer standard of life after yeah, that. Yeah, um, it'd be so, cool to um, instead of having to attach the utensils, have kind of like a Swiss Army kind of attachment. Just swing them just, all back into the hand. Yeah, you just flip and just it out. Go, hey, you, what do you, you need? need? That bottle opener, do you? Here you go. Shring. <laughs> and it's just in your in your prosthetic hand that already. It would be better. It'd be very cool. Yeah. It would be better. Um, completely off topic. Mm. Uh, I got. Uh, I've started a new job, as you know, Luke. Yep. I Warren. got. Yep. I had to pick up. <laughs> I had to pick up some tools uh, last Friday, and there amongst the tools was a worksite radio. Oh yeah. Um and and sort of. Milwaukee. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and right. it's got a charger on the back as well, so that's why nice. it comes with it, because you really need a worksite radio that charges <laughs> yeah. your battery. Yeah, it's especially the size in your of light a small work. fridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this thing's gigantic <laughs> yeah. and loud as a as a rock concert, yeah. so handy amongst children. Nice. Um, yeah. But, it look, it's very lovely. Yeah, it's cool, though. What it yeah. has on it, though... You can bring it to the community. ...is a bottle opener. Oh, nice one! Just incorporated oh, like into that. its design. Yeah, I, I like knew you'd that. appreciate that. I like that because I have a. I'm manly enough to have a bottle opener on my key rings. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anytime I'm out and about, someone's like, "Shit, I've got a bottle." I go, "Yes, yeah. I do." I happen to have it's one right, right here. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like it when I uh, did. Keith, has Keith got one attached to his fridge? I would say so. Where you just go clip and just. Push. I've got one attached to my fridge. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, okay. But you don't drink anything. No, I know. But oh, I have okay. people over that drink, like oh, you. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah it's that's all cool. for you, yeah, mate. That's nice. I get a that's net nice. for the canoe <laughs> for you, a bottle opener for the fridge for you. <laughs> Excellent. That's how selfless I am. That's perfect. <laughs> um, okay, so the, the other difference with the limbs that we were discussing yeah. is the bionic limb. Oh, yeah. Um, so, of course, you've got these practical made ones with springs and tensioners and things like that. But the bionic limb is controlled by the electric signals from the muscle. It's very and clever all, technology, isn't it? It's astounding. And all the nerves above yeah. the level of the amputation. Modern hand prostheses are actuated by advanced motors enabling the restoration of sophisticated hand movements wow. through the connection with direct muscular signals. And I wondered how... Because, of course, it's impossible for us to imagine mm. how that would feel for someone who had, let's say, they were amputated at the elbow yeah, yeah. or just after it, how it would feel to operate a yeah. prosthetic limb, uh, sorry, a bionic limb. From your elbow. From the impulses in that arm. Like, yeah. does it work differently? Yeah. Or the the brain impulses exactly the same? I think there would be some sort of delay. And you'd have to kind of like, yes, that's what I want to do. you think about it, grab, you know... <laughs> You know, what an amazing weird. thing to relearn, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and give you a whole new appreciation for the complexity of the human body. And they say um, with amputees and stuff like that, they mm. say that they still get like phantom pins and needles. Yes, that's bizarre to yeah. me. And did you know that some of the therapy to help them is that they'll have a mirror so that it gives them the impression that the arm's still there at first, right. and then and then gradually they take the mirror away or they reduce the reflection or whatever they do. But first of all, they'll, and I've seen it where they have the mirror between their legs and they might have missing one leg, right. but the mirror will be reflecting it. Of course. And it will just it'll make them, their anxiety levels come down. Okay. And then bit by bit, they basically sort of, they obviously know, but it of just course. reduces that anxiety. I think that's very clever as well. 
Well, it seems so, not simple, but it seems such an obvious thing to do for some level of yeah. calm. Because so I mean, I just, imagine having a severe accident, waking right. up and your leg's gone. Exactly. Like it's, you, you sort of go, well, it's on your leg, you're still alive. Of course, you'd still be grateful, but that would still be so harrowing for you, you know? There was a story I read, actually, it wasn't too long ago, probably, you know, last year, end of last year. There was a young man who was, uh, I think he was driving a forklift. Um, or a small kind of loader mm. on a bridge construction work. So it wasn't open to traffic, but they were going back and forth over it all day and they had different uh, barriers and there was still a bit of a drop off one side though. Yeah. And for whatever reason, uh, he'd lost control of it or somebody had, you know, obstructed the way, whatever happened, and the whole thing went with him in it. Oh, shit. And he fell free of it as it fell, but it fell on him. On his leg. Uh, I think he lost all but one arm. Oh, shit. So he lost both legs. Bloody hell. And one arm. And I think he, I think he kept one arm. I, I don't think it was all four limbs, but horrific. And he was like 19. Oh, wow. That's and he crazy. had a girlfriend at the time, and, yeah. and she she stuck with him. Wow. Which I think is an amazing thing in that itself. Is, That's yeah, a real... Yeah. Very uh, admirable, yeah. Was the forklift okay? Because they're expensive. They are. I think they probably <laughs> replaced it with using insurance. Uh, Was but, it gas or electric? I don't know. Okay, I've, I've always preferred gas myself. Really? But anyway, yeah. Okay. It's irrelevant. You've always gone with gas. <laughs> yeah. So this is more of an uplifting story. Though. Yeah, yeah. Um, a six-year-old girl who lost both legs Aww. is a real-life Cinderella after becoming the first person in the country to have specially made prosthetics to wear to the ball. Olivia Story, so that's her name, was just two when she was struck down by meningococcal meningitis, oh, losing sad. both limbs below the knee and an arm to the deadly Jesus, disease. Yeah. It meant she could only dream of dancing with her friends in a pair of sparkly pink heels at a party. In fact, she thought she'd always be different. But now, medics have organised for her to be fitted with unique prosthetic legs made with special arched feet, well, allowing her to wear her favourite princess-style shoes oh, at that's parties. Oh, cool. that's nice. The 7,000-pound prosthetics were made from plastic, foam, wood and metal by a team of engineers and medics. Now, I did see a picture, but I didn't actually put it on here. Oh, okay. But that's cool. It was actually... they were. It, there was something very beautiful about the oh, okay. the way that they'd done the limbs, the way they shaped them and stuff. Yeah, it was something. I don't know. It seemed it was very appealing. It didn't look too cold and harsh. They had curves, okay. and lines, so yep. it looked like a small arm. You know, yep. even though yes, it's a it's a piece of equipment. Yeah. Um, I thought that was quite moving. Yeah, that's cute. I like so, that. So, like nice. I said, mate, I wasn't. Uh, yeah. I found just stories that interested me. Too. Would you... Um, okay, so obviously I'd get a chainsaw arm, right? Without, yeah, yeah. Without question. Without a doubt. Without hesitation. Uh, what would you say if you lost a leg? What option would you go for? Would you go for a traditional pirate peg leg? Or uh, some sort of blade? Or uh, I, I'm always impressed by like those... A, like a pistor... What's his name? That runner that shot his wife? Yes. That kind of bent... Pistorius. ...running leg. I, I've always been impressed with those. They're kind of I cool, think they're actually. an amazing piece of tech because yeah. they've got that tension. The right amount of bounce, yeah. And And when you see how... Like quick, a compound bow. It really is. Yeah. And when they run, it is fast. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. quite amazing. Um, but you know what? I'm not that kind of guy. No, you're not you know? really a runner. I'll never. Yeah, we've said legs, that. Legs, no legs. You're not running anywhere. 
<laughs> if I'm going to make get any choice to keep on moving, yeah. I'm either going to say, look, you may as well take the other leg and give me some kind of oh, uh, wow. tank oh, yeah. base. Um, yeah. Just tracks. That's small. Cool. Like, yeah, I won't cool. go like a tank. I'll go like four wheels <laughs> with tracks. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then I'll say, look, but could I have some... Could, <laughs> That'd be awesome. Some I'd love to walk down the streets yeah. of Melbourne with you <laughs> with, with, with that, with your tank <laughs> It's really loud, like a tank. <laughs> yeah. And I've got, I can hang things off the sides. Oh, I've yeah, got, that's cool. Like, um, Little Benini on it. Hatches and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, all sorts of stuff going that's cool. on. That's yeah. cool. Lots of storage. Yeah, stowage. Um, stowage. Stowage. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, it could be a You've real... got um, you know how like the uh, the Sherman tanks would yeah. carry the planks on the side. I was thinking if a they're shovel. crossing over muddy yeah. areas. Yeah, yeah, and... yeah. 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 Bridging, yeah. bridging equipment. <laughs> That's excellent. So I'd love um, that. Inflatable yeah, dinghy, cool. and then me on, the on your side with a chainsaw arm would be a force to be reckoned with. So there's that. Yeah. Um, and then of course there's the more lo-fi option of yes, yeah, so something like a peg leg. But I would. Would I you would want do... it to look like a leg? No. Yeah, okay. No, I wouldn't care I'd actually, either. Yeah. I'd love to whittle it myself. Oh, that'd be cool. Shetty. That'd be, <laughs> yeah, that'd be um, cool. And then I'd like to kind of incorporate some steel on there somewhere. So it would look quite old. I think it'd be yeah. more like a 1700s oh, nice, style yeah. peg leg. You where could... leather, like a leather seat for the, yeah. like soft for the spot knee. for the cushion. Yeah. But then the leather kind of straps up around up here. Like a full brace. Like thing. all the Yeah, all wow. The Medieval. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. And then... Just a nice timber leg with yep. some metal bands. Maybe around a couple it. of guitar strings going down the shin. So just cons- like a lobo. <laughs> and an input, because I know how to like install yeah, a pickup. Absolutely. And you have the little amplifier on your belt. Yeah. Walk around, just play it. <laughs> Actually, the vibration of you walking oh, would, would vibrate the strings <laughs> through the amps. <laughs> they wonder why I'm itching my leg in different spots, yeah. but I'm just like touching the front. Yeah, I yeah, think, I think cool. we've hit it. No, I like that. I think we've hit the that's nail awesome. on the head. Yeah, absolutely. Now, but I would. I've thought about it. If yeah. I was to have um, something horrible like testicular cancer, okay. or have an accident where I lose my nuts, something, I yep. think I would actually get prosthetic balls in my bag because I feel like if I didn't have It'd the be balls, a bit odd. yeah, I think that would play on my mind. If you lost more, one ball, more so than losing one? an arm. Okay. Um. No, I think if I had one there, I'd yeah. be like, oh, I've still got my ball. Something to still put in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> in my mouth, yeah. But if I just had like a bit of turkey giblet skin down there, I'd feel, I'd feel I don't know, I'd feel like it's like a... Well, they've made no effort to tidy it up. No, it's no, just, just a long, sad looking empty sack. Empty sack. <laughs> I remember years ago seeing, uh, in my youth, seeing a uh, an adult magazine. Right. Where... The whole... Th- I didn't realise because I just thought pretty girl on the cover looks good. I'll have a look and yeah. who knows what magic might happen. Yeah. Um, turns out it was some sort of fetish thing where it was all about really big, stretchy, clitoral oh God. sections. And they would spread them to look like a butterfly. And that's that's not my thing. I've got to put my hand up. Like, each their own. But butterfly I'm... clitoris is not your... No, thing. and they would really it's stretch them bag. out. Like, <laughs> no. And that's what I feel like. These clitorises were massive, right? Big, wrinkly things. Yeah. And that's how I picture my sack to look. Well, if I didn't have any nuts in there, you know? So, really, it's your thoughts on that have been coloured by your experiences. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. No one wants flapjack genitalia. Although, no, definitely not. No. Although, maybe I could get a gig 
in one of those magazines and spread it. If they just had a close-up of my crutch, yeah, you could do a moth. I could shave my legs. You're a moth. And then spread out my, my empty sack like a woman's giant clitoris. <laughs> And entertain millions of men. There's a pike. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and on that note, we'll go to a quick break. Right. Hello, friends of Fly on the Wall podcast. This is your post-apocalyptic photographer with a special transmission from the atomic desert. If you want to find out what the world will be like after it goes nuclear, check out my website, andrewhall.com forward slash atomic. And check me out on Twitter at Atomic Desert. And keep listening to Fly on the Wall podcast. You're listening to episode 98 of Fly on the Wall podcast with me, Luke. And me, Big Fizz. I just want to give a few shout outs here. Um, one of them to a Instagrammer dude, Aussie Blake. Yep. Um, who's fucking funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Him and his videos, uh, I implore everyone to go out and have a look at this guy and his videos. I don't I don't think he's a professional comedian. No, I don't. I think so. he's just like us, sort of, but a whole lot more popular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's and a lot funnier. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's, oh, he's fucking good. Every single video I watch of his, I'm laughing at. Um, and his name's, he just goes by the name Jarky. I think I'm saying that correct. Uh, J-A-R-C-H-Y, that's on Instagram. Go look him up and just peruse through his many, many videos. Um, and as I say, he's an Aussie bloke. He often takes the piss out of Aussie blokes as well, so he laughs at himself a lot um, and laughs at societal things yeah. and stuff as well. It's yeah. really it's really clever. Simple but clever and just, yeah, really funny. Um, another shout-out I want to give to... Um, uh, a new podcast I've been listening to a uh, um, couple of a uh, couple of mates of mine um, Barack Obama and oh, yeah. Bruce Springsteen <laughs> uh, they've got a that's uh, a mix they've got a podcast called Renegades right they've only got two episodes at, at the moment so you know do them a favour yeah. and go and support them <laughs> <laughs> no it's really good it's actually you, like com- two completely very com- uh, um, polar opposite people um, but they've come together because they've got they're like-minded in a lot of ways. They've both got very different backgrounds, and it's just a really nice chat. Like they just they meet up at uh, Bruce Springsteen's uh, ranch, and he, and in his studio where he's got a thousand guitars. Wow! Um, and sometimes he'll play a bit of music. Yeah. And but they just have a not good born old... in the USA. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, and they just have a good old chat, and it's really good. It just sounds like two blokes having a bit of a chuckle and a and That's a, and a, and a talk yeah it's, it's very really popular good. now for a, a, a gaggle of uh, celebrities, celebrities to yeah. start a podcast yeah well like us they, obviously. they must have been clearly yeah um, and our profile being a bit higher like it is we're happy to give them a bit of a, <laughs> yeah. a foot up bit of a uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah bit of an ease <laughs> bit up bit of a lift up yeah, yeah. Um, so good on, good on you Barack now Barack Obama's <laughs> voice is like pouring hot chocolate into my ear it's so sexy it's actually I don't know it's really nice but then right. Bruce starts talking yeah and he's like this man you know like yeah yeah, rock and roll, man. Yeah. Rock and roll. <laughs> I would have thought that'd be a little bit like whiskey into your ear and stuff. Yeah, and definitely. Yeah, 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 that's oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, Jagermeister yeah. poured all over your crutch. <laughs> that's it, that's it, um, exactly. But no, and it's then really lit good. up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the other uh, podcast I want to give a shout out to that I've just started listening today. I've been meaning to listen to it for a long, long time. Um, both Warren and I are fans of the last podcast on the left. Yes. Um, as part of the inspiration to make us start our own. Um, 
Um, but a spin-off one from that show is Marcus Parks and his wife Carolina doing No Dogs in Space. This is a, a podcast all about the origins of bands like the Stooges, the Ramones, the Dead Kennedys, the Misfits, um, some sort of early punkish type yeah. bands that are out there. Um, I hope, I'm hoping they do one on the Sonics, which are okay. a band been around since the uh, early 60s. When you had the Beatles going on, you had this bizarre kind of punk sound band um, going on as well. So, yeah, for absolutely. I've listened to two episodes. There's a four-part they open with a four-part series on the Stooges, and I've I've just finished episode two today, and yeah, absolutely loving it. I know it's not your cup of tea, but I actually do think you'd enjoy the podcast. I think uh, it's not always about what it's about. It's about yeah, how right, yeah. it's made to be interesting, and and sometimes the passion of the presenter too yeah. can be the thing that really lights it up for you. So I'm certainly open to those. So things. I actually do think you'd enjoy it. Yeah. For those reasons, okay. um, and I'm, and I don't, I, I've always liked the Stooges, but I am learning stuff all the time you yeah. know, since I've been listening. And as I say, I've only really started today, but it's yeah, it's really cool. So it's cool. Uh, yeah, big shout out to Marcus Parks and his <laughs> wife Carolina. Excellent. <laughs> I know they're big fans of our show. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, they, yeah. they can't get enough of it. Uh, final thoughts on tonight's show, Warren. Good, episode ninety eight. I think it was fun. We had a nice little chat about our upcoming canoe adventure. We uh, we talked about prosthetics because we said we were going to last week. I thought <laughs> yeah. that, that was good. I've got a car. Bit weird, here. weird and random to be talking about prosthetics, but I think it it was went well. And I don't it, think we took the piss out of anything. I think we well, apart from people with tentacles. But I, I mean, mean, it was quite respectful. I feel like it? they're asking for it, really, aren't they? Well, they got to be prepared for a little bit of backlash of if they're getting a tentacle for a prosthetic arm. You're going to hear about it. Come I'm on, I'm still people. curious to see what someone would do with it. Just general living, just you know, day in day out. Living. I'm picking up. You've got a bit of a yeah, a yeah. dark fantasy about uh, not women, even dark women mate. with tentacles. Uh, well lit spotlights and yeah, all. I, you wearing your white Rambo t-shirt? I want to watch this shit. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and just some uh, a g-string with little little um, anchors, cockle shells and things, cockle yeah. shells and anchors. Yeah, very nautical thing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, a little wearing a little scarf that says "Ahoy!" There, yeah, just yeah. splayed out on a reef somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I think you've got the right idea, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that fantasy definitely. No, no, it was good fun, and it was good to have a laugh with you, bro. Yeah, no, it was good. It was and awesome. uh, looking forward to the next two episodes because, yeah, now yeah, the now the bigger hundreds just over the horizon. Yep, it's definitely feeling quite exciting. It's the final countdown. <laughs> Yeah, alright, yeah, uh, be good to yourselves, be good to your uh, gates eh? <laughs> Thanks Neil, we'll see you in a, well I was going to say see you in a couple episodes We'll see, see you next week. episode for 99, Yay.